Welcome back to the Simple Man's Gospel, a gospel podcast for the simple everyday non-Bible scholar, <laughs> all of us that are just trying to figure out the day-to-day gospel applications or gospel understanding. Uh, come join us. I'm here with my host, co-host, Tom. Uh, How's everybody doing? Hopefully y'all are doing good. If not, hopefully you find some peace. I know. Some we, need, point. we need to get this up so quick because uh, The Last of Us is on. <laughs> Follow our other podcast, the, <laughs> the Movie Nerds or Movie Nerds Alert. No, movie, movie Nerds. nerds. Uh, movie not nerds. Alert. Movie Nerds. We're done. We're Follow, done with the alert. Follow Movie Nerds if you want. You want to join the discussion about movies and TV shows and hear us swear and whatnot because we're not perfect. No, we're not. How's everything? Uh, how's everything going? Good. Uh, Good. It's Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, I had to teach teach the young men today. Oh, so are you? Uh, are I'm you an, an advisor? advisor. Okay. So basically, I don't do anything <laughs> if they ask me to teach. <laughs> you I've, can, you... I've been in teaching. I've been teaching in the church for 22 years, basically. Like I, every calling I have is. I've been a gospel doctrine teacher like four times. Nice, nice. Okay. I've been a young and young men teaching them for like the last ten years. So, what uh, what group do you like the most to teach? Do you well, like gospel doctrine? Do you like the youth? I like, like what doctrine. What do you like? Yeah, what do you like about each? So, what do you like well, about teaching gospel doctrine? What do you like about you? For those of you that aren't members of the church. Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, we we serve in different callings. And so gospel doctrine is just a Bible study, what, what most <laughs> Christians would say, Bible study. But we study more than the Bible. Obviously, we've got all our standard works in the I think pretty much everybody knows what a Sunday school is, though. It's a Sunday school, yeah. <laughs> Simpl- we'll simplify it for everybody. Yeah. So gospel doctrine, Sunday school, what do you like about that versus the youth? And what do you like about the youth versus gospel doctrine sunday school i think the difference is like i think the young men are a lot easier to wow oh yeah with, yeah, with yeah. all the stuff that you know and like because most of most of the stuff that i teach is like new to them my wife always tells me you teach the same thing every year and i was <laughs> like well i get young i get different young men every year so they, they haven't heard you know my favorite my favorite my famous uh, te- uh, lesson I always have, and people already heard it. I'm sure like three times. Is the 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 Father's Day uh, lesson. I also have the the Ten Virgin uh, lesson. Like all these young, like the, and then the when the when the Lord send the apostles away and they're in the you know they're in the sea. That lesson I teach and <laughs> I teach the feeding of the five thousand. When you teach young men, these are something that's new new to them and it gets me excited because it gets um it gets like i'm like okay they haven't heard this that means i know i i'm more i'm like i know what i'm doing i know what i'm i gotta go if they ask any question i've got it already down got so the it's kind of like you know, okay pretty easy the gospel doctrine is different i can't i can't be that i can't teach that same thing so it's a little bit more challenging to uh, to to teach these older people who already know most of the stuff I've t- I've taught and any anybody taught, 
So you I find it, it hard to have like a, a meaningful discussion in a gospel no. doctrine class? No, it's I just, always ask. There's not I, like new stuff that you can bring up. No, okay. There's really nothing, anything new, unless you quote like different, you know, different apostles and prophets of our modern day, uh, the in, in the in from the conference talk or anything that they write from the devotional. Yeah. But that's different. But for the most part, is the 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 adult class the gospel doctrine is more of like conversational like you have to get them to talk but the young men they'll listen to you now if you want to get them involved which i do which i like to do is then you know you ask them questions and then you you just one of the one of the one of the one of the things i'm okay with a lot of times is awkwardness like awkward silences yeah i don't mind it I'll sit there until somebody answers. You stay silent until like, somebody says something. Like, you tell me. You want me? I'm teaching you now, but I need to know certain things. So the adult class is a little, as to me, I like it because it challenged me to actually, and it sounds weird, but it actually challenged me to actually prepare. To study a little bit more. Study a little bit more. With the young men or the younger kids, uh, it's a little bit easier because you – the only hard part about them is you gotta re- you gotta somehow bring it back that that will relate to them at yeah. their time of life, and so yeah. That, 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 but that's not challenging though because they're really not going through much right now besides puberty and <laughs> you know all that Dude, fun stuff. Puberty was a, for <laughs> so, me. I don't but, know. Puberty was. But gospel doctrines, gospel. I like a little bit more because it challenges me. You know, my wife always says. You teach the same lesson every time. I was like, I know I teach the same lesson, but I I moderate, you know, I change it up a little bit and all this. It's like, yeah, but 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 she goes, babe. But in the end, it comes back to what that same principle. I was like, all right, well then you heard all my lesson. We're done then. Let's get divorced. <laughs> but but shouldn't it? And I don't know. Maybe this will be our discussion today. But but shouldn't it come back to like the same principles? Yeah, I, I think you can't I- really. You can't really expect teachers to like, I don't know. You know how I think our expectation of apostles and prophet when we listen to them in conference. So for those who don't know, we get to listen to our, we, okay. First of all, we believe that there are 12 apostles and a prophet here on earth, just the same as it was when Christ was on earth. Yeah, And so we've, we've, we, our church has had that, line of authority, as we call it, or the, the, the knowledge that we know that there's prophets and apostles here uh, on earth. And um, every six months, we get to listen to them, listen or sleep, however you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I often play catch up. We encourage people to listen. But there's an expectation of, of one speaker that, and I look forward to his every single time. I always, I always jokingly say, once he's spoken, Conference is over for me. I'm done. Wait, this wait, is Jeff, Elder Jeffrey O'Hall. I was gonna guess Jeff, Elder yeah. Holland. And yeah, there's an expectation of him to always like wow us. He's but very everything direct. that he says, but everything that he says is a wow. Yeah, but people expect this thing like, oh, okay, he did this. Let's see if he can top his last talk. You know, like, well, no, his last <laughs> talk was great. So it was this one. But people tend to like want to want to up the you know the anthem and so. Yeah, whatever that word is, I'm trying to the say. Annie. Yeah, Annie, there you go. Yeah. I feel like there's sometimes there's like expectation of teachers have to like do this creative thing, but 
yeah, we can be creative. We can come up with games and quotes and stuff. And right. but in all in the end, we always relate it back to the same principles, the same gospels that we teach over and over again. Yeah, it no should all what, come back no to where Jesus you go, Christ. Yeah, no matter where you go, in in the in the United in States, the, in the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, anywhere, it's the same principle. I wonder. I wonder how it would differ in different countries. I mean, I've been. I've been to service member groups in the military in different countries, but that's the same. Those are all U.S. members. So, yeah, I don't. I do feel like. Well, there was okay. So in 2016, I was deployed to a Middle Eastern country, Qatar. Um, oh wow! Yeah. And How did I not know this? You didn't know this. I've known you for this. I didn't even know yeah. you left us. So I've been to I've been to two Middle Eastern countries in my military service um, okay. for six months at a time. Um, and I feel bad for my brothers in arms in the army because they're a year. <laughs> Most other deployers are a year. Anyway, so I was in um, Qatar in 2016, and we had members from. Uh, there were some members from Canada, so there were service members from Canada attending the the branch that we were in on Sundays, okay. and it flowed the same, the exact same. Um, and then we went, we got to attend a, uh, a ward. So in Qatar, there's two wards Two they meet on Fridays because, um, Islam, the Sabbath is, a, is on Friday. So that's their wor- day of worship. So everything shuts down on Fridays. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And so the members of the church in that country, they worship on Fridays. They have their sacrament meetings and, and their Sunday school and, and, uh, priesthood release society meetings on friday so we actually got to i i actually i swapped <laughs> my schedule so that i could actually go with the the members of the branch that wanted to attend this friday service and it was the same <laughs> it was the same everything flowed the same the sustains the setting parts the 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 way the meet and sacrament meeting flowed the way sunday school flowed it was exactly the same so to pon- tom's point like Anywhere you go, <laughs> anywhere you go, in my experience, it really is anywhere in the world. You're going to get. I mean, yeah, it's the only thing that's different is probably experience that people have in life. Right. Yep. We all have different experience. And I think you can relate. You can incorporate the experiences into your lesson and make it more, a little bit more relatable to certain people. Like, I mean, teaching, teaching is like when you teach it's all about relatable can you can you make can you make that lesson can you can you make your audience relate to what you're teaching okay if they so, don't, yeah go ahead because if they don't relate they're not going to listen it doesn't it doesn't compute com, compute in their brains oh well this has nothing to do with me so why should i listen so somehow yeah. that's why gospel doctrine i think is is a little harder because you're going to have I mean, there's a lot of bishops, ex-bishops, some ex-presidents, you know, state president, some ex-mission. Mission, I feel like that's leaders. how elders quorum is now. Unless you're yeah. in one of those callings, they're going to be in the elders quorum. They don't have high, yeah. priest, high priest group meetings anymore. So all those all those men that were in those, it was the, the old person class that always seemed to go into deep doctrine yeah. during their lessons. They're now in the elders quorum. So... So yeah. yeah. So there's there's nothing that you do that they haven't there's nothing you can teach that they haven't already heard. 
and that's the challenging part for for a lot of the for te- for a lot of teachers these days. Like, yeah. I was a Sunday school teacher, and you know, one of the things is how do you how do you help your how do you get your teachers to get excited to teach? And our question is like, no one no one really likes to teach. Let's just be real. Not everybody <laughs> wants. Nobody volunteers themselves. Oh, let me teach this. You know, this so and so and this class, or whatever. They teach because they're asked to teach most of the yeah. time. Yeah. And but, so, like, you know, to get them excited, they're not there to do get excited. They're there to just to do the job, and hopefully, they do a good job. But it's hard. You know, they so say what? To- what motivates you to do a good job, though? I mean, you you someone you're extended a calling to teach. And you want to know what it is? And yeah. This is sound so dumb. Yeah, I want to hear from I'll, you. I'll be honest with my on our. It might be. Like, it might be different for everybody, but yeah, let's hear from you. I'm just arrogant. <laughs> You're I want, I want arrogant. I, I want to be people <laughs> tell me, like, Dan, Tom is. That was an amazing thing. lesson. Thanks, Tom. Like, and here's the thing, folks. I don't care what you say. When you do something good in the church, you tend to your brain tend to tell you, "Oh, it's all you." Now. Part of it is it could be part of you. You are a vessel to the spirit. Whoa. <laughs> but a lot, you know, a lot of times it's the Lord. It's uh it's the spirit that's in you. Like you can quote certain scriptures, you can you can you the flow, the way that the, if the lesson flows well, it's all because of the spirit. But there's part of me that think, dang, you know, I'm pretty good. Like, let's just say that part. And that that's the arrogant in me. Like, I want I want people to, this is such a bad motivation. But every time I teach, I want them to be like, I remember Brother Sanford said this, so-and-so. I remember he said this. I remember him sharing. Like, I want them to remember. So I you want, want to be remembered. For that, for ju- even just that one time, I want them to be like, they're like, dang, you know. I remember Brother Cyprus has said this, and you know, and and I carried that, and that, that's it's that pride in me, and I know it's so pathetic of me to 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 to, to use that as the motivation. But I, I mean, feel like you it, can admit I, that. But I feel like when I am doing that and it flows well, I feel like everybody benefit. <laughs> My ego benefits. <laughs> My head blows up, but I have to look. I have a wonderful wife. I always she, she keep always you comes, humble and kind, huh? Yeah, she always she was she would ask me, so how's your lesson go? You know, I'm like, oh, you know, it's okay, and then I play it off like it was okay. It goes, babe, what, how? And she she knows me. She goes, how how'd it go? Really? Goes, it's awesome. Like <laughs> I did this and this and this, and he goes, okay, your head's getting a little big. Let's bring it down a little bit. Let's bring it down. <laughs> I have somebody recognize who the real teacher was. Yeah. And you know, I know, I know it's not me. It's the spirit. And I know that, but it's just part of me. I'm motivated because I want people to be like, cause I have a teacher. Uh, There's, there's five people in my life, five men that, that have influenced me to be, to be who I am. And these, these five, you know, these five individuals have saved my life you know, one time or another as uh, in the church, spiritually, I mean, spiritually, not physically, because then I would be dead. But, but like, I have a teacher, his name is Brother Roselle. And he's, he was my institute teacher for like, oh, how long, maybe five years. And me and him click because he and I are like alike, like everything and everything. And so we became, 
good friends and like i love him to death man like love this man to death brother rizal um and so when his lesson when he teach like i mirror my way of teaching and studying the scripture through him and when he teaches i remember everything like it's memorable it's like and i and he's one of those people who makes you think and, and challenge you and and you know he might not his motivation might be different than mine but i want to be i want to be remembered like that like 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 him like i want to influence somebody like him not because like you know i have to do it but it's just it motivates me to to teach better now yeah, yeah. granted but granted there are times when i just bombed let's just be real like the lesson <laughs> didn't go well yeah, I, yeah you know there was one time that um <laughs> In the singles ward, I was called. I was a doc, a gospel doctrine teacher, you know. And I, I have no problem into letting people know how I feel. So I was teaching. That's why we appreciate you here on the Simple Man's Gospel. <laughs> I'm teaching, and I'm getting pissed off. I was straight. I was pissed. I was getting pissed off. I was keep get, people keep people keep talking. People in the back are really getting up and down, going up, you know, on this. And I'm like, look, when you te- when respect the teacher first of all if you look close to you know if you have to go i get it you have to go to the bathroom i get it or you have to do this but if you're gonna talk leave the room and go talk somewhere like you're interrupting Uh, people interrupting the lesson yeah now granted they weren't like you know loud but i can hear them i can see them and then all of a sudden like i'm just and the lesson wasn't going so well and we're talking about law chastity folks. oh dear anyway now law chastity (laughs) And I finally had it, and I got pissed. And I'm, I'm just saying this like, what do I do to get these attention? So what came out of my mouth will forever be the masturbation lesson. Oh, buddy. So I said, let's talk about masturbating. Let's just say the room got we quiet. Went silent. Yeah, went that's silent. Everybody looking at me, and I said, people masturbate because they are selfish. And I go, agree or disagree? <laughs> Everybody was like, I can't believe he just said that. Like, they they literally stopped and actually looked at me. Hi, babe. And they like, <laughs> and they say, what did he just say? And one of the, one of the, one of the advisors, you know, afterwards, I like, you know, I, I, I don't want to talk about it, but I I can't get your attention, folks. So this is the way I'm going to get your attention. So we're going to talk about masturbating. And it's like, what is going on? <laughs> After the lesson, everybody looked at me all like, like, wow, I can't believe you just did that. Like, I've never had it before. She just never had a teacher who is frank and who's willing to say what he wants. You know, like, I'm not saying anything. That, this is in a singles that, word. Yeah, I, I'm not saying I haven't said anything that you haven't done. Let's not be, let's don't lie to ourselves here, guys. Come on. <laughs> of course, I didn't say that to the class, but so I just, walked uh, out and just a little bit of context for <laughs> listeners that are, I don't know if there are any, but if you're not a member of the church, Singles Ward are, oh, yeah. it's a congregation for just single adults. So it's a place to go and meet your future spouse. Or That's how break, I met my wife. Or to break the law of chastity. Just <laughs> <laughs> All that stuff. <laughs> And Just so kidding. after the class was over, I talked about how it's selfish to do that. Uh, it is you're 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 basically slapping and wasting potential, you know, kids that could, you know, all this and this. And I line it up. 
I line it up just to make sure they know I'm not, I wasn't joking. I was like, we're going to talk about masturbating and this is what happens. So after the class, I had five people came up to me and says, Tom, I love you. I love the, the fact that you're just frank and that you don't care what you say. All five people came up to me and said that, like, I'm you know, all this. And it's like, I have no issue. And they will forever remember that lesson. <laughs> yeah, I was pissed and everyone was talking and like interrupting. And I'm like, I had it. I got to get him. I get it. So I just said that. And so yeah, I get it. Yeah. I've, I've, teaching is uh, it's interesting when you have to get their attention. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What do you need? Get your hand in there. We can see your hand. Come on. Yeah. Let's say hi. Hi. Hi, Winnie. Hi. Anyways. Yeah. All that's right. my masturbating lesson. <laughs> for more on the law of chastity, check our, our episode oh, on the gosh. law of chastity. Oh, yeah. Good check <laughs> right on no i i like teaching you do yeah yeah my i think my favorite calling has been elders quorum instructor i don't mind that quorum yeah that's it was fun i think the reason i like it the most is (laughs) is because we take from the uh general conference addresses so it's always the most recent within the last couple to six months um conference addresses so that's been that's why that's why i like elders quorum um, because it's current and and half the half the elders haven't read it or heard it since general conference so it's always new to them (laughs) well that's true though like that's that's, it is true it is true yeah at least half right so you're not the only one. They're not the only one. Trust no, me. they're not. No. And, and there's no, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't shame anyone for not knowing what the lesson is or what is coming up or, or not even have listened to the talk recently. Well, it's um, funny. Like, yeah, we're not, you're not trying to shame them, but they feel shameful. Trust me. Cause like, oh, I should have been watching conference. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's yeah. exactly what I said to myself. There are times when I don't watch conference because I don't know, man. It's just some speakers just don't don't just don't connect with me. Okay. Okay. So, but you should. You should listen. But you know, the this this last one, couple of the sisters, really good. Oh yeah. It was good. Really conference. good. Really good conference. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, you're good. So I, I guess I wanted to I wanted to ask. So we talked <laughs> about what motivates you. What motivates me when I'm teaching elders quorum? Um I've never been a gospel doctrine teacher. You I have been a Sunday glory. school teacher. Right? Give me the glory. <laughs> Pride. Pride. So what what should be? Is that how I want to ask it? Phrase this question? What should be the motivator to being a good teacher? I mean, just I think I think it's just to to be able to have people live the the principle you want to you want to relate you want to teach the principle and have them apply i think it's just the same when we were missionaries what's the point of teaching them to keep the commitment to to keep those to 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 live those commitments and to live those principles as they go towards the water of baptism i think it's the same same concept um but i'm i'm you know i'm i'm arrogant dude (laughs) (laughs) I, i want the glory babe (laughs) <laughs> and no. the glory that you want will be yours and that's it 
I just, think it's just because I think you, what should motivate teacher is to to have people audience to live the principles that you're teaching. I think that is the motivation and the goal uh, that that you. So have how do we how do we progress and get to that point? And and it could be, I mean, whether well, we're you, called to be a teacher in a formal setting, <laughs> formal congregation, or as parents, or even when we have a discussion with somebody, because well, those think, all could come up, right? So what? Yeah. Should, how do we get to the point where we're just we we want people that we're discussing these principles with to just live these principles? I guess you just you gotta ask yourself: Do you love? Do you love to teach? Do you love these people? I I think that's it too. Like, do I, think, I love I mean, this person to it. the point that, yeah, is am I doing this for the love of them, or the love? Or of am me? I doing this to make to do check marks? Right. I did this this week. Yeah. It's somebody else's turn. So I mean, uh, yeah. um, uh, people, you know, you said people are different. People are motivated differently. And yeah, yeah. And I think for for me, it's more. I think anything in the church, you have to desire. You have to have desire. I know we talk. We always go back to this, and I'm always gonna. I'm a firm believer. If you have the desire to teach, that's that's it. You're done. You're good because that's the motivation you that will give you to love these people. Because if you have that desire to, I don't know, like, you know, we talk about obedience with exactness. Are you gonna be motivated every single time? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. There are times uh, I'm like, and man. and I don't even know if it's comes down to preparation. Sometimes you're just not motivated. Sometimes a, you've had a hard week and you're like, agreed. I have to teach. Agreed, agreed. Because sometimes, like, I get excited when I get to teach the young men more than gospel doctrine, just because I know the material and I don't have to do a lot of preparing. Mm-hmm. But there are times when I'm just like, ah, oh, I don't want to teach. Especially if it's a subject that you don't really want to teach, that right there. If <laughs> if you teach about tithing, I tithing is to me tithing is it's something you really can't teach people. You can you can you can tell them you do this, you get this. It's not one of those things where like, well, if you do this, then maybe you get it. Is you pay tithe, you get blessing. It's it's factual. It's Done. That's all you could like. That's all you you can share experience in this and this. Yeah, sure. You know, I always tell people like when I teach tithing, it's like, could you not pay tithing and still be blessed? People said no, and I was like, well, folks, what about I, all those people that don't pay tithing yes. that are that have million dollar incomes? So, so I they have, don't pay ten percent of that to the church. No. They're still, blessed in the eyes of the world hello so what is so what is the blessing of what is the true blessing from dwell tithing it isn't money is no, it it's, wealth it's those, what you have those, i mean there are there are certain yeah could possibly be monetary blessings it right? could and i'm not saying that that's i'm not ruling but that that's out. not yeah that's not the but people think like oh you i pay tithing i'm gonna get more money no you pay tithing. It's not an you investment. Have you want more money, go invest 10% in the stock <laughs> yeah. market, but still pay your 10% for the church. Yeah. And so to make that lesson, to make that lesson exciting, I I never go to like, oh, if you if you do this, you get this. I always ask people the opposite. I always ask them, 
I have a million. I have a millionaire. Uh, you know, I have a millionaire here, and he's he's pretty wealthy. He doesn't pay t- t- tithing. Is he is he blessed? People say no because he doesn't have family and true happiness. And I go true, and I ask him, "What's true happiness? To live to to live forever with the eternal, you know, all this family." I'm like, folks, let me let me tell you right now. Those people don't give a rat they don't a care. about they don't care. About eternity right now. Yeah. As the, at this moment, they're living the life that they want, and they're being and are they being blessed? I don't know if you call it blessed or luck. Maybe they think it's blessing, but they don't pay tithing. I know that for a fact. And yet they're still having a lot of money. They're found. They they have generation generation wealth. So what is true? What is the true blessing? And you know, I hate. And I always say people that give church answer, I, I rule them out. I don't even want to answer them. The, so, like the, the primary answers? Yeah, I never go back. I read your scriptures, say your prayers. Yeah. And so one time a sister <laughs> called me out and I was like, I gave one answer and you never came back to me. Uh, <laughs> I was like, well, stop giving church answers because we already know those things. <laughs> we already know you're supposed to pray. It's given. It's given, folks. When you're in my class, do not tell me you have to pray and read. We know that. Do you, ever, that do you ever start your lessons and just like write down standard answers? Read your read your scriptures, say your prayers. We know these. Yeah. <laughs> or just write them up on the board and say, you don't if these come to, to your it. mind, you don't need to say it. No. It's like... <laughs> And then people try to but, like, you know, but I'll, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate though. Why? What's the problem with those answers? No, there's nothing wrong with them. Okay. But they're, but it's given. We know as, as Latter-day Saints, but you know, no, not even Latter-day Saints. I'm going to take that label off. As Christians, we know we're supposed to read the scriptures. We know we're supposed to pray always. That is something that's given. You don't need to give me the answer. I hate. I always say, so what? What? What do we have to do to to better ourselves? Well, we always have to read. We always have to pray. Yes, but what do we have to do to better ourselves without those things? <laughs> Leave those out. So, what would be? I guess what would be a an answer that would be a little more meaningful to a question like that? Well, I think to me, well, it depends on the lesson. So let's say if I was teaching, um, let's say, okay, <laughs> my wife's going to be like, did you talk about this lesson again? Um, <laughs> uh, the, the feeding, the feeding of 5,000. I, okay. I, I always teach this, right? I'm not giving my secret away, babe. I'm giving my secrets away. So, um, so when your young oh, man ask what lesson's coming up, just tell him to start listening to the podcast. I, know, I've, I already taught him that lesson. Oh, so. Okay. <laughs> When when I teach that lesson, I you know you read it out. It's like oh, so he's Jesus is the bread of life. Yes, we know. Oh, you you have to believe in him. <laughs> yes, we know he. How but how did he do it? Oh, he prayed. We know those aren't the answers. Okay, those are not what I'm looking for. Half the time, I always ask people, what are the reaction of the. What were your what 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 was the reaction of the apostles? Now, when I teach this lesson, I always say, take away the chronological timeline. We're not doing about timeline. We're just talking about the reaction of what they what the reaction is. Because 
which is kind of weird. I don't know why they the the apostle decided to put it that way, or maybe that happened that way. But he fed the four thousand first, and then he went and fed the five thousand. So I'm like, no, no, sorry. He fed the five thousand first, mm-hmm. then he went and fed the four thousand later. Mm-hmm. Which I thought the the you would want to flip that around because you want you want to teach the principle how his power grows. You know. Anyways, as <laughs> when I teach, that timeline doesn't matter. I always tell them. React. Tell me what the apostles are thinking. And no one can ever like give me a like. The, the, some people does like oh, they were dis they were in this disbelief. But why? Why were they in disbelief? Be- because they 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 saw all this bread and it's like okay. I always ask him, but why did they? Keep, but if that's the case, why did they doubt him the second time? Why 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 not the first time? Oh actually they doubted him the first time. So if they didn't if they doubt him the first time and they seen him do it, why doubt him the second time? And I always come to a conclusion is that defeating five thousand isn't really about the fish and the bread, which it is. He is the bread of life. Right. But right. the main principle that I always teach about this is it's because we ha- we we put limits on God's power. There's a number. Right, like we limit it. We limit. We think he can't do it. Yeah. He he can feed the four thousand. There's no way he can feed five thousand. Now, granted, folks, there is more than five thousand. There's five thousand men, and their wives and children. So there's at least ten thousand people there. At least, if you double the wives and the children. Yeah. So so the principle of that of that uh, of that parable or the event is. Not because he can make bread and fish multiplied. We know he can do that. He says it back in Matthew 5 or John 8 where he says, I am the bread of life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so he's, I'm like, he's already taught us that. So my thinking is like, why do you keep putting limits in his power? The apostle couldn't believe that he could feed the 5,000. They believe that he feed the 4,000, but not the five. So therefore, we put limits on God's power when it comes to numbers. So that's see, people don't think like that, and they don't think the fact that it's like, oh, you know. And granted, not everybody thinks like that, but most people in the because they don't they don't want to. I think that's that's where the responsibility lies on the teacher, is you have to convey that message for them. You have to somehow pick make them look at that picture and see it. To be able to be able to answer that question, and I think that's rely yeah. on us as a teacher to portray that picture to them, I mean, uh, explain I, it to them. Yeah, it comes with like preparing your questions oh, yeah. ahead of time. I think like oh, yeah. being able to ask effective questions because like I mean, you can it's it's easy to ask a question, a yes or no question. Yes, and my thing is is this people when I this is Brother Rossell's. I give everything to Brother Rossell's. He's he he made me see the way that I that he sees when it studies scripture. When you read scripture, I don't read scripture as if these people were robots. These people have emotions. Have they have to think? They have to like. They have, you know, the way we do. For instance, the young man, the young man that came to 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 Christ. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. Says, yeah, the young I rich did man. All this. Yep. What lack I yet? And he just he couldn't he couldn't give up everything. Hindsight, yeah, people. You say, "Yo, I could do it." Well, no, you can't. I can guarantee you cannot do it. You might that you might say you do, 
But people who says that I I can do that are be the first one in line to say no. I'm not gonna do that. I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, and I'm being honest. Right, right. I'm being honest. I like my stuff. <laughs> I like my PS5. <laughs> Who doesn't, can... right? Who doesn't? So I mean, for you to for you to read that scripture and not understand the situation that he was in, he was asked to give up everything. He was rich. He had everything. So do you think? Is it so? Is it the responsibility on the the teacher to? Oh, 100%, Dave. Because so we, I'm going to bring this back to the the Come Follow Me manual. The first lesson of the year was like, we're we're responsible for our own gospel learning. Well, right. Within the family, though, right? That's the family role. Individually. Individually. Oh, you're talking about individually. Yes. As an individual, we are responsible for our own gospel learning. So I guess my question would be like for, for something like that, is it, is it your responsibility as a teacher to make sure that this, the learner or the hearer thinks that way or no, I think, I think the responsibility of the teacher is to help them understand how you could like, I go, how you can relate to that, to those people just because they live thousands of years ago does not mean they don't have the same emotion, same thinking as you do. They, they, they're, they're, they're people who, who have, they have to think about their family and like, I can't just leave everything to the, to, to follow the Lord. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. can you actually do it right now? No, no. So I, I think it's, I think it's the responsibility of the teacher to help them under, to relate to that aspect, because I think to me, it's more powerful as a teacher, if you can convey that to them and then you pull that principle out and like, well, folks, this is why the atonement is for us because we, can, we will fall short, but we have to try to somewhat be better to, towards that principle. Like, I think to me, look, going back to feeding the 5,000, I think we all put limits to God's power yeah. at a certain point yeah. in our life. Yeah. When we sin, yeah. we put limits to God's power. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think you can relate to that if you can help to convey that message. People will take that lesson, and this is the arrogant in me, Dave. Like, this is where I want the glory. <laughs> I want them to remember that. Like, oh, Tom taught me that. You know, Tom, Tom said this and this, yeah. and this. that's the, that's the selfish side of me. And my Fair wife enough, said, it's man. not you, it's the spirit. <laughs> so why, yeah, that's why we have those, those awesome spouses. They keep us humble. <laughs> they keep us grounded in reality. At least mine does. My wife does. <laughs> mine does too. But sometimes <laughs> she just looks at me it's like, Whatever. <laughs> I, that's kind of how most of the time. That's how my wife will keep me grounded. It's just, it's just a look. <laughs> so let's flip this a little bit. Okay, okay. So we've talked about teaching and 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 the responsibility of teachers. So what's the responsibility of someone, a student or a learner? Uh, I I don't know. I'll I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm not a good listener, man. <laughs> I am not a good listener. I sit in class. Okay. My wife can attest to this. Dave, I'm so bad. I'm going to tell you why I'm bad, okay? Are you, and are you all checking my ESPN stats while you're in class? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not that. There's only a handful of people that I will listen, and, I'm, and I will take their words, and I'm like, okay, he's a good teacher. One of them, he's my... He's a very good teacher. It's, uh, his name is Dustin Moore. He's my eldest corn president. When he teaches, he's very intelligent, and he's a teacher by profession. He's okay. a professor at Long Beach State. 
he can he can get my attention because he's a good teacher and he knows how to teach people. Brother Rossell, of course, every time he teaches, I will listen. Uh, another one is I call I his name is Kenneth Ken Ken Jenks. I call him Bishop Jenks. He was a he's been my bishop for a long time, and so Bishop Jenks. These are the three people in my ward that I will give ears to. <laughs> and okay. Elder Holland. And Elder Holland. Everybody else, Dave, this is how bad I am. I'm sitting there. I'm critiquing them. Like, like why would you, like, in my head, like, why would you bring that up? That makes no sense to this lesson. That's what I'm, that's what I'm doing as other than teaching. It's like, no, at one time, I'm not going to name names. Somebody was teaching. And like, and this is, uh, to me, this is actually one of the things as a teacher, you have to be able to adapt to your class. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You might have a lesson plan. Like today we were supposed to talk something else, but now we're reveling on about teaching. Yeah, we totally derailed. But here's the thing. As a teacher, if the classroom is pointing towards one direction, you go with the class. You don't veer back to your lesson. Like, if the class is taking you to the law of law of tiding or or like oh yeah this and this you go do that that that's the spirit telling you look you got the class attention go with it yeah yeah instead of going okay now let me go back to my my reading the reading the book no i cannot stand when when a teacher's up there and one person would ask a great question a great question dave and they ignore his question yeah, yeah. and go back to his lesson. When everybody was like, yeah, that is, I can, you can tell the energy in the room. You're like, that is a great question. We should, yeah, yeah. in their so, mind, I'm not, I'm not a mind reader, but everybody in that room was like, we should talk about that, that, that question. And the teacher said, nope, we're going back to my lesson plan and we're going to my, to the book. And we're going, like, I, I'm so bad because I'm sitting there. I like, that's wrong. <laughs> no, you don't, no, no, this, this. I, I'm critique. It's, it's the same thing when I watch movies, and that is the, the bad part about me is, there's only three people in the world that I give my ears to, and I have to be better at this. And I know my wife always tells the same thing when, when I watch movies, folks. I critique the movie. I was like, no, <laughs> that, that plot is dumb. Why are yeah, we going that's there? That's so funny. You know, I do the same thing with teachers, and it's. <laughs> And I, for years, even till t- today, I still do a little bit, but I'm better at better. But, but for years, Dave, I, I sit in Sunday school or I'll sit in Ellis Corum. I'm like, this guy suck. So is Why it, is it, saying it, that, yeah. yeah I've, I've had, I've had plenty of experiences, the exact same experience, not the exact same experience, but they, those exact same feelings, just Similar. like, like, why, why are you asking that that way? Or why yeah. are we discussing this or that topic? Like I read through this and I'm like, this is going to be a great discussion. And then I go to class and I'm like, this is so boring. I'm like, I'm not motivated to participate. So I, I guess, is it bad? Is it a bad thing to have those experiences? Or is it a bad of, are we doing well, something? Or are we breaking a covenant when we criticize well, no. those teachers? I don't know if it's, I don't think it goes to that far breaking covenant, but I do know this. When you don't give ears, you're missing something. You're going to miss something. You know, it's like yeah. the, the end of your nose. Like, you know, you, you, you see, you, you see far off, but you, 
but there's this thing right here in your nose that you're not taking care of. The Sermon on the Mount. Yeah, yeah. See, it's the same you thing. You see with the moat in your neighbor's eyes, but you don't see the beam in yours. Yeah. But yeah. it's the same thing. Look, I, and I know, I know for a fact that when I start critiquing, critique, I can't say the word. What is it? Critiquing. Uh, the teacher, I'm, I'm losing the ability to learn through the spirit. Because the spirit is, is, look, bless their heart. They do their best to, 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 to uh, what's it called? To prepare for the lesson, mm -hmm. to teach people. And as for me to do that, it's a sign of disrespect to the teacher that I'm not listening to them. And I, and I acknowledge that. And I know, and I acknowledge to myself that I'm probably missing a point that I could be learning that I could apply to my life instead of, and, and, and use that instead of sitting there and critiquing the teachers. Do you, do you think so, that I don't, and I wouldn't say that it's like a lack of, of faith in their calling, but is it, no. is it kind of just, how do I say this? So we we sustain them in their calling, right? When they're sustained yeah. in the congregation, we sustain them, or we show our sustainment. If we're if we are not prepared as a learner or a hearer, mm -hmm. does that mean that we're not fully sustaining them at that moment? Well, I don't know if you're fully. I don't think it ha I don't know that sustaining part is like. I mean, <laughs> if you know the person's not going to be a good teacher. They're not sustainable from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if they're if they're not bringing but, it to this to you like to my satisfaction, but see that's the, then you're selfish because it's not supposed to be about you, right? So I think for me, I don't think it has anything to do that part for me. I can't speak for you. I can't speak for anybody in, in our audience. I can only speak for myself, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that is like I think for me is it's wrong of me to do that. I, and and the fact that I know it's wrong and I still do it, I'm I'm losing on learning something. I'm losing on on potentially something that could have helped me through my week. Mm. You like know? That. Yeah, I like that. Because what if he says something, but the whole time you're saying it was like, why is he teaching it that way? I wouldn't I wouldn't do it that way. It, it's it's really it's just really like something that I've tried to try not to do anymore. But the part of me is like it's it's just like I, I just feel like the class would benefit more. But here's a, this is more if they do it this way. But the see the thing is, this isn't your class to teach. This is your class to listen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is your teacher supposed to listen to when you and you don't do it. I don't really think it has to do anything with not sustaining him. I think it's more of the lack of 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 disrespect that I that I might have for him because. I think that I'm a better teacher, but that's just the pride in me, you know, like and it, something that I have to work towards, but I don't think, I think I sustained him as a teacher and I'm pretty sure he's, a, you know, these guys are trying their best, but it's, it's not them. It's the, some, it's the inner, in, in something inside me that has to be worked. <laughs> that has yeah, to be, yeah. That's to work towards being better at that stuff. And, and I'm pretty sure I miss so many, great principles that could apply to my life for that week or at that moment. But I didn't listen and said I was critiquing uh, the teacher. And so I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with covenant breaking. I don't think it has anything to do with not sustaining them. I think it's just more of, uh, I'll say it. 
It's just more of me thinking I'm better. I'm There's more pride. <laughs> That's that is the central. That's it. That's the I have central no explanation. To this is I have no explanation to say. Oh no, it's because it's, I just think I was. I'm saying they're so prideful that I'm a I'm a better teacher than that person, and that's why I think it comes down to that. Okay, and okay. you know, and I'm pretty sure I lost some. Look, I could I, throughout the years that I've done that, pretty sure I could have used some of the principles or you know some stuff that they taught in my life, but I missed it because I was being very prideful. And so, yeah, there's there's I think to me to bring this back, listening as an audience is very important. It's not because. It's so easy to judge people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, why would you ask that stupid question? One of my, I hate this the most, dude. It's when they read out of the book. Oh, oh, they read straight out of the manual. I'm, I'm done. I've already tuned you <laughs> there's off. Some, there's some good quotes from the company. And I come agree with you. Manual. There's some really good material that you can reference there. I agree with you, but it's the delivery. You have to deliver. Oh it in a no, yeah, okay, way. I, I, okay. You can't just read off All the right. book. You so let me at least okay. Let me bring let me ask bring it back to that question. Like, what's our responsibility as as a learner, not a teacher? Um, what's our responsibility for preparation? Do we need to come prepared for? Oh, class? yes. I think a lot of people don't realize. I think if if every if every member goes to class and read what they're supposed to read, the discussion would be so much better and more and flows better too, in my opinion. Yeah. And yeah. it is the responsibility of a list the, the audience to do that. Because you're not really learning it. it. It's, I mean, you are learning if the teacher presented it in the way that you can understand it. But you can't. But remember, the teacher isn't catering to you specifically. Mm-hmm. He's catering to the class. Yeah. But if you if but here's the thing, what if you what if you read if you study the the material, you come to class, and then you say all these points and and like oh my gosh, they this is a great point. They didn't mention. And you can mention it and you can get a good starting, a good conversation going because of that reason. And so I think preparing yourself as an audience is a very important thing. Uh, it's, it, it helps. If anything, it helps the teacher. Yeah. That, you know, it helps yeah. them out because they they don't have to sit there with the awkward silence. Because most of the people who didn't answer because they didn't prepare themselves to, to read the materials. Yeah. Yeah. And so... And then you get, you know, you still get one of those people who always have to raise their hand. <laughs> there, there are some, yes, there are certain people heart. that will kind of dominate the comment section. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. We have you have them everywhere. People who think they're smarter than everybody—that's the most annoying thing in the world, man. Like you know, those people that think they're better than the other people. <laughs> I know, <laughs> so prideful. <laughs> oh man. So let, let's <laughs> let's bring this. Let, uh, I think I think we can bring this all together, yeah. teacher and learner. So we 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 determine that the real teacher is the spirit. Agreed. If the if the instructor of the class is prepared, yes. and the students and listeners are prepared, uh, I, I seem to be forgetting the scripture, but uh, both oh, the hearer, man. the the teacher and the learner, the hearer are. What's the scripture? Why can't I quote it? Both are edified and uplifted. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the scripture either. But it's in the Doctrine and Covenants. Yeah. So if we're if if I'm prepared to attend, or if I'm prepared to instruct or teach by the Spirit, then the Spirit has the opportunity to teach me and to teach 
anyone else attending that same meeting. Yeah. So uh, I think the responsibility is for everyone to become prepared um, and ready to discuss. I mean, it doesn't always happen, but, but no. more often than not, um, whether I'm teaching or not, if I'm prepared and open, I think you've, you've, you've driven this point home, right? Like if, if I'm there with ears open, ready to listen, I'm going to learn. Oh yeah. Whether the teacher is great or not. If this like, whether the person in the calling is a great teacher or not, if the spirit is there, it's going, it's going to be a it's great gonna, discussion. It's going to be, a it's going to teach you something. Yes. There's going to be something. So I, you know, there's so many, I mean, you, 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 you hit the nail right on the, what's the saying? I can't say that. Hit the nail <laughs> on the head. Yeah, there you go. That there are times I feel like when I teach and I'm like, I'm like, there are times when I'm stuck and all of a sudden just boom, I can feel it. I'm in the zone. I'm in like, you know, I'm in the spirit and I'm, I'm answering question and it flows and it's. I know for a fact it's the spirit because I know I'm not even good at remembering names. I'm not good at English, but for some reason that day at that moment, everything was floating. Well, my English was good, you know, and all that <laughs> English is good. And like the discussion was incredible and people was uplift. You know, for a fact you were in the, you were in the zone or at, uh, we call it in the spirit. And yeah. you know, you were teaching the right principle that you were supposed to teach. And so. You feel it as a yeah. teacher. Yeah. You feel it too, even you as an audience. Because yep. like every time those three people that I give ears to, I will give more ears to other teacher. Of course I will. I'm only mentioning that because I want to tell you how I used to be. But when Dustin, Dustin Moore, my uh, elder school president, when he teaches, I I remember his lessons. I remember like it just, it just, it's in a, a left an impression on me to be able to remember those things. You know, and those those are moments where you're like, okay, the spirit was there, and we're in the spirit together as a teacher mm-hmm. and as a learner. And so, and by the way, mm-hmm. you learn more as a teacher than you than you will as a learner because you learn so many things. It's true, you know, reading the scripture and studying and all that stuff. And so, there's benefits to both. And so, yeah, yeah. So everyone, come prepared to teach. <laughs> that way, <laughs> that way, you're prepared to listen. And you'll learn. And don't um, worry about what people think. Just teach your lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about the people that are criticizing you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that anymore. Right, babe? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Just say yes. <laughs> All right, I think we got a couple of minutes for some closing thoughts. What do you got? I, you know, I don't think I'll get away from teaching in a church. I think I'll always be a teacher. I think there's just something about it that I think I can, you know, you look at people and like, oh, he's going to be bishop. He's going to be state president. They look at Tom's like, he's just going to be teaching. <laughs> and I don't mind that. I think Nothing teaching is, is, teachers are very important. Now, remember, folks, none of these people will get paid. These are all volunteer to do their callings, to 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 stay up. Till till eleven o'clock midnight to prepare a lesson for for their class. They don't get paid for this. This is they do it out of their own good heart, and you know they work hard at it. And so some some more or less, but they still work on it. And so give give your teachers a break. Don't be like me. I 
don't don't critique just listen to the spirit i think that's the most important thing when you when it comes to teaching and come to being a stu uh, being uh the audience is listen to the spirit it's there it's waiting to teach you or help you to apply certain principles that you can use throughout the week of your life uh, and so i think you know we 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 started this show talking about how no matter where you go the the the, the principles the gospel is the same uh, you teach it the same and the way you teach it is just repetition now it, it, whether it be in a clever way or in the old fashioned way it's the principle still has meaning still has power and you just have to listen to the spirit and so yeah, yeah that's great thanks um so i i think we 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 came for full circle we we talked about teaching we talked about uh listening and and I'm, I think I'm just going to re-emphasize the point that we came to is that the spirit is is the real teacher. Um, and if I come prepared and the teacher comes prepared, uh, we'll, we'll definitely learn in the spirit and the spirit will teach us and confirm the truth of the things that we discussed to our heart. And I think that's important. Um, it's, it's not just that I, th I think we throw around the word teach uh, without understanding that it is the Holy Ghost is testifying of truth uh, and the truth who is Jesus Christ and who all these principles are are centered around or who's centered he is the center of all these principles that mm -hmm. we discuss and and it, it's my opinion I'm not I'm just going to share share as my opinion that if that is the central point, if Jesus Christ is a central figure of any lesson, then we're going to invite the spirit. And if I focus my thoughts and my feelings if on Jesus Christ, his atonement, his grace, while I'm, whether teaching or listening, uh, I know that I'll get, I'll be drawn closer to him through whatever discussion. It could be any principle as long as my focus is on that and how that principle draws me to him, mm -hmm. I'll be there. That's then that's the point. Agree. So, well, this was good. We adapted our discussion. <laughs> we had a good fun. long discussion on it. That, was, that was good. That was great. Uh, any thoughts on, on next time? We always tease what we're going to discuss. And then we end I don't up know not discussing that. <laughs> well, actually, if if anybody listening, maybe throw it in the comments. Like, what should we talk about? Yeah, yeah. Give us some subject to be able to talk about. Some, even if it's controversial, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we might not like our answer, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> ah, okay, sounds good. Yeah, we'll throw. Uh, if you've got anything, throw it in the comments. I'll ask the question. Uh, until then, keep it simple. <laughs>